everyone and welcome back to epic loot radio brian kirk and once again making his second debut j-dub talking about video games especially the heated rumors that have been floating across the internet not just this weekend this weekend i think everything just went over into full tilt but uh we're gonna be sitting down today talking about xbox did phil spencer lie i know kirk has some feelings i've got some different kind of feelings the internet is this is just the hot topic. We were planning originally just to be covering Persona 3 and Grand Blue Fantasy for you guys. And maybe we'll get to that if there is time. And if there isn't, we'll be sure to just kind of roll that into another podcast for you guys here on Work to Game. Jay, dude, welcome back, man. How was your weekend? Oh, you know, my weekend was lovely, sir. You know that. <laughs> Listen, I had a fantastic weekend, by the way. Been playing some Grand Blue Fantasy Relink on my PlayStation Portal, as I should. Great game. I recommend if you own a PlayStation 5 or a PC, go ahead and pick up that title. Do I mean do we do we want to just get it? Do we want to just devote 10 minutes? Like tease everybody a little bit, like the the drama's coming it, like in 10 minutes, and do you guys just want to talk about Grand Blue for for a little bit? Because I didn't realize yeah. J Dub was playing yes, Grand how- Blue as well. Oh so, yeah. So guys, yeah. so J Dub, what? Tell me, sell me on this game. Like, why? Why should I go out and buy Grand Blue right now? Like, because okay. everybody loves this game. It's like top three best selling on Steam right now. Oh, it's, it's a great. big deal. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you this. For one, it's multiplayer. You can get your friends to jump in and join in. For two, the art style is very beautiful. It's, it's in the likes of some of the other games that you've seen, but mostly like Zelda and things like that. The combat is. I mean, it's just, it's epic. Once you use some of your special moves, you can combine them with some of your friends' moves and to destroy these big behemoths. I mean, you can look at the background now and see some of the uh, characters you're going to have to uh, fight in battle. And this game is no pushover. It's not, you know, it's not easy. It's not hard. It's it's just really up to you and your skills and knowing when to dodge, when to parry and everything else. This game doesn't, reinvent the wheel with anything but what it does it has a freaking great story to go along with it and the fact that you can play with your friends i mean that's that's always a plus i mean it's it's a great rpg i mean it's everything that i was looking forward to just from the original trailer that we saw when we first seen i thought i think they showed this back in 20 2020 I think it's back in 2020, 2021 was when they showed the trailer. And I was like, that game looks like it's going to be epic. And I had my eye on this game. And and sure enough, it came out. And the demo, thank God for the demo, because that demo really sold this game on a lot of people. For a Mm -hmm. lot of people that were on the fences and stuff like that. I'm a firm believer in demos. Uh, we got a demo for Final Fantasy 16 and for, you know, in in, in, in for, for spoken and stuff like that. Even if you're not interested in the game, at least you got to try it. At least you have an actual, hey, I like this, or this is not my type of game. 
I, I'm a firm believer in demos. They gave us this demo and it was epic. I, I put in hours into that demo and and I couldn't wait for the game to unlock. So, so, I, so it, I, I was going to follow this up, Kirk, with just one second with a question. Like, do you feel like this is the best version of Final Fantasy 16 on the market right now? No, I mean, yeah. no, I wouldn't say that. Listen, Final Fantasy 16, I, I believe it stands on its own as being a great game. You I don't have any of those. I don't have. I shouldn't have to either. I shouldn't have. You know, Final Fantasy 16 doesn't need justification for its, mm-hmm. its being. It is a great game any day of the week. It's a solid 85. Uh, it was my game of the year for last year. My personal game of the year. This game here is is a parallel. I, I would say it's a parallel. But a lot of people are just just this will be their first Grand Blue Fantasy game. Right. So it did their if you're fresh into the, the franchise, you never played the, the fighting game that came out previously and you never played any of the previous versions. You can pick this game with not knowing absolutely nothing. Pick it up and go on your merry way and have a great, great time. I believe this game is going to be in the, the, the goatee contention. Now, I know we're early in the year. And a lot of people say it's too early to talk about goatees and stuff like that. We still got a bunch of games to go. But that Metacritic score on it is high. It's well received across PC and PlayStation. I, I don't see anything negative about this game. No, this game is fantastic. The reason I brought up Final Fantasy 16 is I've seen a lot of online chatter regarding kind of the combat and the fact that you have like a party of players rather than just Clive and, you know, and yeah. absolutely no connection to what else is going on. And it's like, because I agree, like I've having played Final Fantasy 16, I, I adore that game. It was everything that I was hoping it would be. And then this in and of itself is like, if you like 16, I think you're really going to love Grand Blue. And if you didn't like 16, I think you're really going to love Grand Blue. Like it, <laughs> it doesn't split the audience in yeah. this regards like 16. Definitely because it also 16 going into it has a lot of history. A lot of people who want just the, the turn based, a lot of people who want to yep. see them, you know, you expand and and so i think this is one of the things like this is like i had no preconceived expectations or notions this is my first uh gray and blue but i've been following this game since it was announced because like, oh that looks beautiful yeah, yeah. yes and, and they knocked it out of the park they they knocked this one out of the park kirk you were gonna say something earlier oh i was gonna ask like j-dub and and, and ginger you can weigh in on this but can you help me out? Like, understand, like, what, like, it, like, what is this game? Like, is it a Final Fantasy 16? Is it a Genshin Impact? Is it a Monster Hunter World? I mean, I, I know you're probably gonna say like it's all of the above. You know, is it a Tales of Arise? I mean, to uh, say it's, it's all of the above doesn't really give a, a depiction it, of like what it is for somebody who is unfamiliar with with this franchise and hasn't dived into the demo. So, can you ex- describe like the the specific yeah. experience that like Grand Blue is giving you as a game that you may not get somewhere else or, or is comparable somewhere else. It's, it's a, it's a tales of arise meets devil may cry may meet one or two other games. It's a combination. I've seen a lot of and monster it's, hunter it's, comparisons as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll be honest. It, it's hard to, we play so many games, right. And, and, and our hearts are so stuck on this is my favorite game or that's my favorite game or this and that. And so, I try not to make the comparisons because once you mention a the game, then a person either they're turned off or either they're turned on. You're like, "Ooh, I love this game," or like, for example, if they if they hated Final Fantasy 16, you say, "Hey, it's like Final Fantasy 16." They're like, "Nah, it's not." You know, so that's why I don't like throwing the other games out there. This game again can stand on its own, but I would say it's a mixture of Devil May Cry and Tales of Arise, 
and even a little bit of Zelda mm-hmm. in there. So, yeah. yeah, I see a lot of Genshin and 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 Monster yeah, because of, because of the art style. Because Genshin's of the art style. Gonna get that art style. Yeah, yeah, but well, and the characters like we talked about this yeah. last week, Brian. Like with the the fact that it's using that kind of you're trying to unlock characters style of gameplay that like that, that compels you, pulls you, and motivates you. Oh, I gotta, I want to grind more on the game so I can unlock these additional characters and play as them that Hoyoverse's games get you with, but that's more incentivizing you to play and play and play and play, right, and then you don't yeah. get the character that you want, so you drop 20 or 50 or however many dollars yeah. to get roles and get that character. This game is providing that grind and that motivation system, but it yeah. doesn't have the the pay structure. It doesn't have any microtransactions as far as well, I know, and, and so it's that's really story. cool. Yeah, and it's really a story-focused game. Um, okay. And, and, and so I would say it's the story that is going to, you know, of course the combat and, and, and the creatures and everything else, but it's the story that's going to kind of pull you in a little bit more than some of those other games. And I know people look at the art style, it's like, oh, it's just like, like you said, like the Hoyverse and, and some of the other free-to-play mm-hmm. games, and it's like, ah, oh, well, I'm t- people can get easily turned off by stuff like that. And that's unfortunate. I hate when people are turned off by just comparisons and things like that, but I think you know, you're asking me, someone who's never played a you know, a game like this, well, why should I go out and spend X amount of dollars to, to to play this game? Well, if you're into RPGs and if you're into action games, if you're into games with a great story that's going to, you know, bring you in. This beautifully well-voiced, well-animated, yes. uh, well-paced. Yes. And, and I kind of feel like it's funny. Like the kid in me was like, you know, you could take like 10 hours to beat the main story. And then there's like a secondary kind of story chapter that happens after that. But the adult in me with, you know, with as busy as I am, I'm like 10 hours, man. All right. I can commit to that. Yeah. And then, and then what it does is then I get addicted yep. and then I'm just, con- I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go and play. And oh, by the way, here's this multiplayer component. So you can play with your friends Yeah, and those fights, as we saw already in the, some of the game footage, for those of you watching the, the video footage and not on the audio, but if you guys are listening to the audio. Thank you so much for being here. You are amazing. It is so much fun. And I'm just like, I can't wait to go back in and it lets you play and it, it gives you options. Like you can choose to have your party balanced out and level synced. Or if you just want to like melt things down, which is one of the things we did. I have my friend Chili, who's you know a friend of the podcast, comes on uh, from time to time. He is overpowered, and we were just going through and just absolutely having a blast. And I was like, "This is fun." Yeah, this like all, all three of us could play this game, and and we could just have a blast. I mean, yeah. just just partnering up and, and, and taking yeah, on. Yeah, I wanted play. to ask you guys, like, how is the multiplayer? Is it is it very drop in, drop out? Like, how does it work? How do you queue up for missions? Do you need yeah. to link up in like a in this hub area that we're seeing on screen yeah. now? Like how does all that work? Basically it, you go to the yeah, basically you go into the hub area right there, which is like a little market and you go and um uh, and, and enable it and send your invites and that's it. <laughs> now no, this no. also multiplayer fixes the problems that I had with with monster monster hunter, hunter. yes yeah because yes, i was like uh, you would get into a, a, a hey are you on my server and i can't see you this one is like no you're we're together we're in a party i can see you we can actually communicate with emotes and you know little stickers and even chat in text if yeah. we need and then we could just queue up for the mission so it is it is a separate kind of thing but it's like it, it is just built into the world you just say go online and say hey i'm gonna invite my friends or i want to get match made into a group and the best thing about this is all is that 
let's say you want to play with your friends, but you don't want to play with randos. You can, you and your friend will then take in two of the bots. Yeah. So you still have a four man group and it's great. It's just, it just, it does everything. I wish final fantasy 14 would do with their trust system. I never understood why a lot of the, the Japanese games, their invite system is so convoluted and difficult. I just, I never understood that, you know, even like if you play games like Demon Souls, you know, some of, some of those games, it's just really kind of difficult of like, listen, I just want to play with my friends. Why do I have to go through this complicated thing to, to this? This is almost like a ritual just to, just to get people to, to jump in. There should be a central place. We could just go click there and say, Hey, I want to play with my friends, select my friends that are online and just move forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really hope that Monster Hunter Wilds draws inspiration from how Genshin handles yeah. their multiplayer. Yeah. That that's a day one game for me. I love Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World. I think this game, since it's going to be a next generation game and it's going to utilize the power and stuff of the of the, the current gen consoles, for one, I hope it's mandatory 60 frames a second. I hope oh, yeah. that base and and I hope, of course, the graphics have a huge overhaul. I hope it's not just it looks just like the Monster Hunter world. I hope they really go in with the next generation features and stuff like that. I agree. Kirk, do you have any other uh, follow up questions or is there anything? Because like I cannot recommend Grand Blue enough. Like I am in a this is a must own game. Whether you're on PC or on console, the one weakness that I do hope gets corrected with time is no crossplay with PC. And to see PC doing so well, that was a concern I had because this isn't a known IP. And yeah. to see over a hundred thousand people concurrent on the PC version makes it say, like, yeah, you're not going to be worried about not being able to find people to play with, yeah, which is good. But in the, in the long-term health of it, it should just be like, just play where you know, just let yeah. you play together. Go ahead. Yeah. It's it, it's number one in there. It's number one in the EU. Last week, I believe, from what I saw on Twitter, it was it was number one in the EU. We haven't. I will see once NPD comes out where it charts on PlayStation here in the United States. But I think mm-hmm. this game is going to do well. I, I, again, I don't think it's going to do like Spider Man or God of War numbers. But I mean, if they can hit a million or two for a brand new IP that's kind of new to the the bigger market. I can see that being a huge success. Yeah, I agree. And of course, stuff like that leads to sequels. So, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah, it'd be good. I mean, side games is pretty small, right? So it's it's yeah. a good story for them to to yep. sort of get bridge over from mobile and and have what looks like a really polished experience. I'm really happy to see that available oh. for people on PC and console. And you know, it's unfortunate it's not on Xbox. Which might be a lead into our next topic, but yeah, no, it's it's it, this seems like a win for everybody. I mean, I love seeing like these niche type of games, like like the Tales series, like the the Trails series, yeah, Ease, you know, stuff like that, Atelier, like those games getting more attention. I think is only good for the industry because you know there's people that put a lot of work into those games and they do get sort of unnoticed a lot of times in the West. So I'm all for those games getting a lot more recognition. And this one's weird. I think it's like a timing thing. Like, I think they did, they did really well as far as getting this out in late January. You know, uh, it seems like a lot of games are, are getting the spotlight right now. So good on them. Kind of, kind of, I kind of uh, am a little bit salty that it stole 
stole the spotlight from my boy Ichiban and, and Infinite Wealth, but that game definitely got its flowers. And yeah, yeah, it looks like it's Grand Blue's time in the sun, and it also looks like it's well deserved. So yeah. props to well, that. Studio. I'm, I'm glad you brought up side games because I'm glad this game is doing well because they have a game that's in development, or I hope it's still in development, called Project Awakening. That's a supposed to be a PlayStation Five exclusive that they announced back on the PS4 and and those guys have been tweeting about it for quite some time and I want that game to come out and it was the one with the knight fighting the dragon and it it looked like ultra realistic and I, I wonder why did that game fall off the radar we hadn't heard anything from it and then they finally said Oh you're hey, talking about deep down was that them No well a lot of people said that it was deep down but deep down was by Capcom Okay but the game is is reminiscent of Deep Down, yes. But okay. it was the Project Awakening. The guy was walking on the cliffs and the dragon. He was fighting the dragon. And it, again, it looked realistic. It was a next generation looking game. They finally announced that they've moved it from PS4 to PS5. And here we are. I'm still waiting to... to, to so hopefully now that this game has come out, they can start saying, hey, this is when we're going to release you know, this game here. And I know there's small, small teams, small development people, but so I guess final thoughts, both of you, if if you had to put a score out of 10 on the game, what would you give it? And then also, what do you think its odds are for, for being nominated for RPG of the year? And then also, I mean, what, what do you, how do you think it shapes up against something like Final Fantasy Rebirth? And I know, Brian, you're probably less familiar with it than JW and I are, but Infinite Wealth, which has, you know, mm-hmm. done gangbusters across the board as far as the critical reception. Everybody seems to be absolutely in love with that game. So... Yeah, I'm curious to know like your sort of sort of verdict on the game and where do you think it's going to fall as far as critical reception? Nine out of ten. Unfortunately, I think it's going to fall off the radar a little bit because it's the first of the year and all games in the beginning. Yeah, people forget about them because there's more and more games. People are going to keep talking about the successive games. I think it'll be there. It'll be in the running for RPG of the year. But I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's it's a shoe in for Final Fantasy VII rebirth that is going to be not only the rpg of the year but it's more than likely going to be the game of the year unless you know playstation decides to drop something that they hadn't announced yet uh, out there that just kind of takes everybody's mind away so i mean i don't know when is monster hunter monster hunter okay monster hunter wilds 2025 it's that's next year the and dragon's dogma 2 is also in march so this this is going to be a a big this is a big year of good competition and honestly i'm all for it like let's you know this is gonna be great i good. let them compete yeah exactly i think we all win when when they're all competing for us the uh i think to answer the question about score i struggle with score because i find the numbers yeah like people get weird about it so like i fall into the buy this is an own must own game and it's not even a full price game yeah. It starts at $60. And that's actually something really surprising that they did because I think people have been conditioned to the $70 aspect. So when it comes down to all of that, yes. But if you're gonna have to put a score on it, like I would I'd say 9.5. Like this is this is an amazing game, an amazing experience. And like even Chili and Chat was saying, like, rather than a sequel, he'd rather them put more content into this game. And that is something would be really interesting to see a non's game as a service game have features that are something like a games as a service where it's like every couple years, maybe, or there's a new chapter that, you know, you can play and play through the story and 
you got your characters and and they're just going to let you be overpowered as all get out. I'm all for that as an option as well. So it's just really fantastic. And late to the game, hitting the membership over on YouTube. Thank you so much for that support, guys. I really appreciate you doing that, dude. If we make the content for free, and I'm just glad that you guys get some value out of it. All right, Kirk, is there anything else that you want to talk about, Grand Blue? Because there is also big, 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 big drama news. No, I, think, I think that covers it for Grand Blue, probably. Mm. Mm. All right, well, we'll I'm going to keep the gameplay going. Let's give the people what they pretty. want. Let's give the people what they want. Why are they here? <laughs> Jay, how was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my weekend was fantabulous. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I, I, you know, I got vindicated on a lot of things. A lot of people, you know, had to go out and delete some tweets, even though I keep receipts. <laughs> we, we just, it's just, just been a great weekend. But I think the bigger thing in my weekend was finding out that my preferred console platform could be getting a boatload of Xbox games. Mm-hmm. And yeah, not just not one or just, two. Yeah, and not just one or two, but we're talking the whole slate. And I have a list here. If you want me to give the list of games that are being considered to be being yeah. either in the give process. Give us the list. Give us the list. Because this it's not like going to take 30 minutes to do yeah, it. But yeah. No, this is Indiana Jones, Starfield, mm-hmm. Doom, Year Zero, which is their new coming game. Hi-Fi Rush, of course. We kind of talked about that previously. Sea of Thieves, Flight Simulator, Halo Infinite. Halo Master Chief Collection, The Pentiment, Grounded, Gears of War series, and Hellblade 2. So this is a combination of some older titles, some newer titles, and titles that we literally have release dates for. Guys, this is is not a nothing burger. Where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, we kind of heard the rumblings with Hi-Fi Rush and As Dust Falls. But Jesus, every day, every 30 minutes, I'm getting up-to-date lists and more information. And now it's like literally every insider, every journalist, every all the who of who's on Twitter is confirming a lot of this stuff. And so I'm dumbfounded at the moment. Of course, I thought I would brag, gloat, and be happy, and yada, yada, yada. But I was talking to a good friend of mine, Post Up, shout out to Post Up, uh, earlier. I'm not necessarily happy I, as I thought I would be, you know, as hmm. being a fanboy of Twitter and the the, the 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 antagonizer in chief. But there's a little bit of sadness there. Um, there's also a little bit of it's it's kind of like when the Lakers, like the Lakers Celtics rivalry, the Lakers just got real bad. Yeah, and like all the you know the Celtics fans, they were like happy for a little bit. Yeah, but then they realized, oh, like this is our we're future. not going to sit like we're we're not going like it's not going to yeah. be a big deal when we play them anymore. Yeah. And it's kind of like that sadness when you realize, oh, that rivalry just kind of, it's not going to exist like, anymore. It. Because like, it's, there is a pageantry it, to it. Yeah, There's something it special about it. And when when you see a competitor like that, that you know, you've been dunking on, you've been trashing on, but really in your heart, like you had a lot of respect for it because like Absolutely. all the, all the, all the controversy and all the conflict that, you know, was, was sort of engaging and riveting to be a part of, is going to fall away because they're not comparable and and a, a worthy competitor anymore like it it does it is sad to see that i think for a lot of the play like i've seen pretty much just sympathy from playstation yeah. people out there like i really haven't seen like there's been a few people that are like you know 
rubbing it in and stuff. But yeah, I mean, you got guys like Puerto Rock, guys like Nicola, and and some yeah. other guys that are just like you know, I mean, they're just like this sucks, dude. Like yeah. this sucks for y'all. Well, because and, we're uh, because we're gamers and we all own Playstations. I mean, uh, in, in Xboxes, right? But you know, as, as much as trash, you know that, that I talk. I have a gang load of Xboxes, and everybody knows that, right? And so uh, they see me playing the games that other Xbox dudes don't want to play, right? Like the Sea of Thieves, the High Fire Rushes. Uh, well, I, no, not High Fire Rush. I'm sorry, the Bleeding Edges and the Battle Toads, and and you know a lot of the the lower Metacritic score games. But I do give them a fair shake, and I stream them to see, you know, if is it worth it? Before I crap on this game, let me actually play it for myself. In, instead of taking somebody else's opinion for it. But yeah, the, it, it is kind of somber and it's not just because the console war is over, but it's really, I actually thought, you know, and I can't speak on anyone else. I actually thought that them spending a hundred billion dollars on Activision Blizzard was going to bring, it was going to reinvigorate the brand. It was really going to, you know, give a big morale and, and huge injection of, I guess, pizzazz in the console space that would allow me, hey, I'm going to be getting these brand new games on my Xbox, and then I got my PlayStation to give me this, and we're back to competing, right? But even Peter Moore said the console war was was great for gaming because it actually caused gamers to get off the couch and engage and talk and spread the word. So I know a lot of people say, oh, you're just a fanboy, and you're just rah-rah, but guess what? Word of mouth is everything. We just got through talking about Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. There's somebody watching who's never heard about that game, and now they may go check that out, right? That's Microsoft and Sony couldn't buy that type of advertisement. And so we go and tell our friends and our family and everything else. Just, you know, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I just, I felt like, why would you, you know, the time that Microsoft, if they were going to give up, they should have gave up last generation when everything was down. Why would you wait to, you know, wait till you get, you become, you get all this stuff, right? You have like the biggest and the, you have the biggest IP in the world. You literally own the biggest IP in the world. You literally own several of the biggest IPs in the world. You own World of Warcraft. You own Candy Crush. I mean, you own all of this stuff and this stuff is, it should have a Xbox only logo stamped all over it. And they decided, eh, give it to Nintendo and, and PlayStation. And I, I feel like, man, I, I do feel sad for my xbox brothers across the aisle i do feel sad for them because they have dedicated their time their lives and their money money with repping this brand and the brand is no longer the brand that it once was it, like, it hasn't been that for 10 years it hasn't been that for it yeah, just true it hasn't been that for 10 years this is the this has been the destination right and it's but been they, it, it no. might not have been understood by everybody I ten years ago, Ginger, you're so we, wrong about this, and that's why everybody disagrees with you online. You were in a Twitter space earlier, and nobody agreed. With it you. doesn't make me wrong. I have been telling this, and this has been happening for ten years, and I've been told I've been wrong, and continually getting proven right. It's not saying that I wanted this originally, but I grieved ten years ago. Y'all are all in where I was ten years ago. I have a head start it means that I need to bring that integrity and tell you guys the truth, not what you want to hear, Kirk. But we will... No, we I, I know that. What I'm saying is, is that there's a difference between your mentality of knowing that this was going to happen and not believing what was being publicly stated in very forward-facing presentation type of ways by Xbox executives and by their 
public relations department and at these showcases at the showcase that they did after the Bethesda purchase where they directly stated that the purchase was about bringing exclusive games to the Xbox platform. When they bought Ninja Theory and they bought Double Fine and all these other studios talking about how their plan was to bring Xbox exclusive games to the platform to -hmm. justify that platform's existence. I'm fine with you saying that you were saying, hey, this is not this is not what's really happening. Like they're going to go third party or they're going to they're it's not in the box. Right. That's not what they're invested in. They're invested in a larger ecosystem. I'm fine with you saying that you were championing that the entire time. And not that you predicted this, just not uh, just predicted the outcome because, at least. Trying because to... people would would hear that, and I, and the thing I've been critical of them is in the marketing, and this is where it's like it's been weirdly vague because you're the the concept of exclusive. What does that even mean anymore? As soon as they went day in date with PC, that word does not mean what it used to mean, and I still think of it as what does it mean? There's no reason to buy an Xbox, and there hasn't been, and so this this you know this movement isn't about me championing it one way or the other. I'm actually very neutral on it because it it's there's going to be good things that happen and there's probably going to be some bad things that happen because of it. It's just what is happening and I feel compelled, you know, and algorithmically suicidal because people will be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Turns out he does. You do know what you're talking about. What yeah. I'm What I'm trying to convey to you is that foreseeability of a negative outcome does not excuse the outcome. Like you are saying that it it is it was foreseeable, it was predictable. This is where you saw the Xbox brand and their business strategy going this entire time. Yeah. I commend you for that. I applaud your 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 foresight in that regard. I, in no way am I taking away from that. In no way am I not trying to give you credit for predicting that this would happen. I think a month ago and 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 three months ago we we hedged on this conversation and i said no way and you said yes so i was wrong and you were right a lot of people were wrong and you were right hold what on i'm trying to say I'll, is there's, i'll take my i'll take my, my there's <laughs> it's like somebody somebody clipped that <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference between that conversation i don't think anybody nobody at least has a right to to say that that's not true what i just what i just went over there's mm-hmm. between that and then understanding that the foreseeability of a negative outcome an outcome that has an adverse effect on the community, on those that invested in the ecosystem. Yeah. The foreseeability yeah. does not excuse the outcome itself or the people that brought it about. I agree. And if Xbox yeah. is going to go out there and say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is why you should invest in our ecosystem. Not only that, they said it before the launch of their console. console yeah. Brian, yeah. they said they were right. buying Bethesda. Yeah. To to improve the Xbox and to improve that ecosystem, and that's why you should buy in. I that's why really I agree in. with everybody who's upset. Like I understand that upsetness. I just don't share in it emotionally because I had that 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 happened to me ten years ago. Well, it so, makes you it makes you come off like an apologist. It really does. Well, I can't help <laughs> that. I have to say you what, can. You cannot do that, but you're choosing yeah, to can, do I, that. I, I can choose to lie to people. Yes, I can. I choose not. No, we just we just want you to call them out for for causing a negative outcome to all of us. I have said that I understand, and it is perfectly reasonable to feel and mad, and that like your that reaction is a very natural reaction. I don't know how to state it another way. I think it's getting lost in the sauce. But uh, if if you really do, if you do really, that's my brand. (laughs) Getting lost in the sauce is that sounds perfect. Perfect for me. 
Jay, we're not going to say put it, so. put it on the box. Put it on the box. Ginger Prime gets lost in the sauce. Lost in sauce, baby. I, I, see, listen, I, I get what Ginger is saying, but Ginger, you understand, but you also don't realize how you, as well as, as I and as, as, as well as Kurt, have invested a lot of money mm-hmm. in this platform, and we were promised things. And those promises have recently changed. It, it didn't. It didn't happened 10 years ago it right. happened recently that for whatever reason even in their statement that kind of came out their change of strategy satya nadala said it tim stewart said it very clear this yeah very clear this is yeah. a change of strategy so you sold us right on the promise of something and you're going to do x y and z and give us our exclusives and do this and you're going out you had people parading watching freaking c-span right for days on end you had people arguing with politicians on stuff. You you really riled up the crowd and this crowd that you riled up. Now you tell them there's really no benefit for them, but the people who didn't want that deal to go through, get all the glory and get all the benefits. And that is a big F you. And it's going to be interesting to see how Phil, Satya, whoever comes out, Sarah Bond, whoever comes out. It's got to be Phil, in my opinion. It, yeah, it but can't, it can't be Sarah, not this month, right, Jay? It, it, it better not. It better it not. It cannot be. I'm going to hold the line for her. I'm going to hold the line for her because she's I agree. a newbie. I, she's the newbie. She's she's She has no, you know, it's, it's not, no, she didn't cause this problem. So she yeah. shouldn't take the brunt and the feedback that's going to come from the fan base. The, the brunt, fan though, base. and this could be a perfect time to for Phil Spencer to exit is to take that brunt hand it off and here and like to Sarah. And then, you know, the system goes forward. I oh. think that the other that thing too, Lamb? is if he leaves, he can say, this was not my call. Yeah. You know, if, if he's got to stay, yeah. he's got to do the, the March in tow of yeah. uh, Xbox. This is our plan. We're moving forward, whatever. If he resigns, he can say, he this is not what I that's the thought would grace. come to pass. Yeah. That's saving grace. That says, this is not my plan. This is not what I want. I was fighting for the gamer. This is what it was promised. And I'm a man. I stick by my word. X, Y, and Z. He, he should do it. Jim's Jim's going out with his golden handcuffs, go on some island but, but, somewhere. But, Phil should what? do it, too. I said this, and I'm on record for saying this. I said, what if, because we don't know, right, behind the scenes, what if, because Jim Ryan, like, right after the deal went through, Jim Ryan decided to retire. And I said, what yeah. if, and I know guys said he was fired, but I would come to find out he's not fired. They threw him a party and everything else. He, uh, he's still running the company until April. But he's... Let the man retire. That's a good thing. You know, he did a good job. John Layden retired on top. He said, listen, I travel. I did all this stuff. I did my decade of fighting the good fight for this console. It was number one. We meet expectation. Jim Ryan had did the exact same thing. Plus, Jim Ryan said, listen, I have to be awake for three different time zones. I have to travel from three different time zones. Right? I got to be in Japan. I got to be in California. Then I got to be back at home in the UK. I, I just, I'm, I'm old now. I'm tired. I did my, the company's in great hands. It's making more money than it ever has. PlayStation five is it super exceeding the previous generation. It's doing everything. The competition. And I said this, what if the competition has said without saying it publicly that, Hey, listen, we want this deal because we're going to become a third-party publisher. We no longer want to compete with you. We'll be pulling out of the console space. So there is no more reason for you to ob- object this. And and what if they made that that deal and said, okay, and they, you know, and they're like, hey, well, 
you're gonna get all our games. So what is there? There's no there's no reason you should keep fighting this. And so Jim Ryan was like, okay, we'll, we'll if that's the plan, we'll no longer fight it. And then all of a sudden, Phil and them start saying, hey, we're gonna put our games on yeah. GFN. We're gonna put our you know we cutting deals with Nintendo. And so they just started putting deals everywhere. They cut it everywhere. And I was I was thinking about it. I was like, is this just him just cutting fake deals and later he's going to retract? And now we fast forward today. He meant business. He stood on business when he said everything. So many people, yeah, so many people were really pissed at me because I didn't have an issue with Microsoft and the ABK deal. They're like, you're anti-gamer. It's like, no. They're gonna put these games everywhere. Like yeah. this is what they're signaling. Which this that would have been fine, going. Brian. If it was just Activision, we were talk- we talked about that yeah. a month we ago and said sleep. that that was fine. We didn't know the whole sleep. If if they're just putting Call of Duty everywhere, th- they had they promised in court they do that. Yeah. People forget Phil literally swore under oath that they would put Diablo everywhere. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Diablo Four, Diablo Five, whatever. And you know so, what like, also we, happened we under knew oath? that. Yeah. You know what also happened under oath, which will be really interesting because I don't see them getting out of making consoles, but we know that the console is a lost leader and you make it up on game sales and you have to have a big volume of it. I could see this being something where it actually tricks up an antitrust case in the future. And I talked to Hogue Law about this because at some point, let's say PlayStation, it's a one console monopoly and Xbox still has their platform, just like Xbox in the 90s supporting Apple so that they didn't get hit by antitrust, I could see something where it could end up being a massive legal power play. It's a gamble, but a massive legal power play to get PlayStation games publishing over on Xbox, and that the term exclusivity evolves into what means just timed exclusive. Play this game they, first they on don't. PlayStation. I, Play we, this we game need, first on Xbox. We need Go to ahead. have a come-to-Jesus moment right now on this show. Okay. I think, I think we all need to hold hands, right? We all need to have a come to Jesus moment. The console is going away. They no longer care about the console. It's going yeah. away. Less and wow. less people will buy this next iteration of the console, this mm-hmm. the, the, the refresh. More less and less people are going to buy the Xbox Series X and S right now. As of today, less and less people have no reason to buy it. Why would they, they did this? That's why. They, they were always doing this. Like, y'all, look, know. look, can I, can right. I, cause, yeah, cause I, I've, I've lost the chat. So I want to, I want to address the chat. Cause I, I look, I get it. There, there's two sides to this issue. And then there's whatever side Ginger's on. He's on his own Island doing his own thing where he predicted it, this 10 years ago. It's called the side. It's just that's called. Like, <laughs> I have a, I, I have a weird brain and it, it compels me to tell people it, no, what's happening. No Stradamus over here. <laughs> Dude, nobody likes the profit, man. And it sucks. Cause I'm like, Fuck! Oh, excuse my language. Oh, I can't. And I have to. Talk. In any then, case, yeah. yeah, go ahead. The 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 idea that games that were unavailable for other people going somewhere else, them being able to play it, being bad, and people being angry about that. Yes, that's dumb. I understand that. That is dumb. I agree that that's dumb. I am happy that people that do not own an Xbox or a PC will be able to play Starfield. I genuinely am that is there that is separate I from something else something else that we're talking about so no it at no in no way am i grabbing a pitchfork and saying oh i don't want playstation gamers to be able to play starfield no no, no. i'm i'm happy for that I, and that's not what it's about for me and i think that the community gets a bad rap because that's kind of the perception is that oh xbox people just 
just hate it when PlayStation people get to play their games and vice versa. I'm not in favor of that. I'm not in favor of gatekeeping gamers from games. However, the fact of the matter is, and Satya Nadella addressed this in court, is that PlayStation, as part of their business practices, keeps games on the console, whether they're first party or they sign deals, like with Square Enix for the Final Fantasy VII trilogy and for Final Fantasy XV. That's something that happens. So in order to be competitive, over the last five or more years, Xbox has needed to have exclusives. And they acknowledged that publicly, and they bought Bethesda to address that publicly, and then acknowledged that publicly after the purchase, two months before the Series X and S were coming out. They announced that, and they said that this was about, out of Phil Spencer's own mouth, that this was about bringing exclusive games, sort of it, it, the implication being to counteract, to be comparable to, to complement PlayStation's own assortment of exclusive titles which they could not match in the xbox one era the xbox one era got sunset overdrive rise son of rome dead rising and like a couple others halo 5 that like didn't matter compared to the the swath of i mean play, ps4 crushed them on exclusives yeah. it was insane and so here i am trying to trying to make this personal so you can like maybe maybe understand what it's like for people who who are really affected by this in a negative way. Again, it's not about me not wanting other people to be able to play these games. Me, who was never invested in the Xbox ecosystem. Never. I didn't I didn't own an Xbox C360. I picked one up on Black Friday for like 50 bucks. Like, I don't know, in 2018 or something crazy like that. Just, you know, for whatever. I want to try... I want to play through Halo 3 campaign finally or whatever because I'm not a PC guy. So I really never had an Xbox. I was never invested in that ecosystem. And I didn't have a one. I had a PlayStation 4. And so now it comes the time where it's like, do I double down with PlayStation or do I go into the Xbox ecosystem? It's a big decision. It's going to be a $500 console and I have to decide. And then that's going to be the platform where I have all my games. I've already bought a bunch of games on PlayStation, so I'm inclined to stay with there. But I really love the Elder Scrolls franchise and I really want to play Starfield. Honestly, maybe Bethesda games are more important to me than Last of Us and Horizon, you know, Forbidden West. We didn't know the subtitle yet and the, the slate of PlayStation exclusives. And and now they're saying I've got to pick. Yes, they're saying it's going to be case by cases for exclusive case by cases case by case basis for exclusivity. But the implication being, hey, we didn't buy, we didn't spend seven, what was it, billion? I don't know how much they spent seven billion on Bethesda to let them let the games go everywhere. That was the discussion, and and Phil heavily implied that Mm -hmm. their executive team heavily implied that that they made this purchase. For a reason, it was for the gamers, for the community of Xbox. They're like, here, we're going to do it. We're going to fight the good fight. Get behind us. Come and buy this new console. That's what they really meant. Come give us your money. And so the value proposition of the marketing for PlayStation in the Jim Ryan era, and that being very business focused, them kind of resting on their laurels, not really trying to, you know, appeal to me, the gamer, just saying, oh, well, you're going to buy it anyway, right? We're PlayStation. Versus what Xbox was saying and them saying, hey, we're, go- we're going to have to lock away Hellblade and the-, the Indiana Jones game you don't know about yet and the Blade game that you don't know about yet and 
Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield because we want to compete for you guys. We want to be a worthy alternative in the market to keep that competition up. That's what we're going to do. They told me that. So I went out and bought a $500 console. Not only that, I subbed a game fast for three years up front and have maintained that pretty much pretty far out in advance because I think it's a good service. And I rebought probably like 300 or more dollars worth of games that I had on PlayStation because I'm like, okay, I'm moving my library over to Xbox. And they're like, the games are coming. Fable's coming. Halo Infinite's going to be dope. We're going to have all these Bethesda exclusives. It's it's all coming. I keep I keep comparing it to the to this South Park episode where George R. R. Martin's like, the dragons are coming. No, they're coming. Like that's like it's just like it's far off and away. We keep promising it. And we're we're and I put all that money in. I rebought a bunch of my games. The Witcher, I rebought it. The the you know, like a bunch of games, I rebought them. So I could uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, I rebought it. So I could have it on Xbox. I'm going forward with Xbox. I said I'm not buying a PlayStation 5. I'm moving over to Xbox. I like what they're doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go all in on Xbox. I, I think that's the ecosystem that I want to be in. I'm 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 buying what Phil is pitching. And then three years, it's been three years, and I was like basically forced to go out and buy a PlayStation. Because like I'm looking at at at, at like the games that they're putting out and the games that are gonna come out, like a Death Stranding 2, like a Rise of the Ronin. You know the 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 Final Fantasy remakes and like all these games that PlayStation has, Xbox has had nothing. They've had Redfall and and nothing because Starfield is not going to be exclusive. Indiana Jones is not going to be exclusive. Hellblade is probably not going to be exclusive. Sure, maybe Halo Infinite stays, but that game didn't deliver. No, that Halo game was Infinite, a terrible flop. I think so what the what the hell? Is it what the hell? How am I supposed to feel like you had me buy in on a false premise on a lie where I probably spent 800 or more dollars? I forgot about the freaking two, the, the terabyte storage, so that's 750 for the console plus rebuying probably 200 to 300 dollars worth of games to move my library over because they're telling me that that's a good idea only for. For Phil to come out and say on Kind of Funny X-Cast, oh, well, we don't expect anybody to move their library away. I did that. I did that because you told me to. Because you got up on a stage and you said, believe in us and invest in us. So I, I paid my money. And then the two years on, two and a half years on, I feel like a bleeping idiot. Because I'm like, you know what? I got to go out and get a PS5 because I want to play God of War Ragnarok and I want to play good games. I want to play Spider-Man. You know what Xbox has got? Jack shit is what they've got. They don't have anything at all. And now they're telling me that the stuff that they were, the fable and all that stuff that they were like, oh, it's coming down the line. Look at all the great stuff we got for you. Look at all the great stuff we got for Xbox gamers. They're telling me now that all that, I could have just bought a PlayStation 5. I could just blot a PlayStation 5 for $500, not had to move my library over, not had to invest in any of that. I didn't need Game Pass. Sure, it's great that I could play those games, but I didn't need it. I, I could sub to PlayStation Plus and play those games six months later. It's fine. Like, I mean, like, there's so much money that I've invested in this ecosystem because of the lies that they told me. It doesn't help me, Ginger, that you knew 10 years ago. That doesn't help me. That doesn't help the community that they lied to. Like, I could have stayed in the PlayStation ecosystem, never gave them a dime, but they told me that it was worth the investment. They directly said, you will get return on this investment if you believe in us. And and this is a betrayal of the highest order. That's why Tim Dog is done. That's why 
every, like uh, everybody on Twitter that is known for supporting Xbox, Jez Corden, they're all done. Like there's no coming back from this. Like people are literally saying, and I'm with them. I was literally looking at the Xbox store the other day, looking at sales, looking at like, you know, is there anything that I want to get? Like I was looking at destroy all humans, one and two packaged together, 25 bucks, pretty good deal for two games, two brand new remakes. I was thinking about buying it on Xbox. You think I'm going to buy that on Xbox now? Absolutely not. You think I'm going to buy anything on Xbox now, knowing that I'm not going to have the next Xbox, that I'm definitely going to have a PlayStation 6? Hell no. Like, my, they ju- they literally just made my Xbox Series X a glorified Xbox One X. Because it ain't got any new games on it that I need the console for. It's literally just so I can play Forza Horizon and stuff from years past, and I can play the stuff that they did FPS boot. Like, that's all great and everything. That I've got FPS boost, and I've got Xbox One enhancements, and I've got all these, like, great things they're doing for game preservation. But as Puerto Rock said last night to you and me, J-Dub, like, that's all in the past. Yeah. Like, what? how am I supposed to be gaming now? And, like, Paul Tassi said it on Twitter, like, this is embarrassing. Like this is this is embarrassing for for Microsoft and Xbox to do this. Like it's it's it they look ridiculous. Uh, I mean they have literally completely negated the value of their entire ecosystem and 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 have spat in the face made a laughing stock of the people that have spent hundreds if not thousands of dollars investing into their ecosystem building up a library in that to basically say you'll be better off if you go play on the other box cuz you'll be getting the games that they have that they won't let us have, like Final Fantasy and everything else, and you'll get our games too. So why the hell did I buy an Xbox? There's no reason for me to have one whatsoever. And, like, I don't have right. extra money lying around. Like, I right. could have paid my, my rent two months with all that money. I could have right. paid three three months of my car insurance. I mean, that's ridiculous. So like I don't know if it's a privilege issue and people that got money to buy a PC and an Xbox and a PlayStation and everything else they don't care about this because oh well it's I like having Game Pass and I can play the games where I want to whatever for people who with money is tight and it matters I'm like I'm pissed that I had to go out and buy a PlayStation after I bought into Xbox because Xbox didn't give me any any good value off of that investment and then they said well stick with us stick with us stick with us and now you come out and do this you you literally just went back on everything that you promised everything that you promised like you have delivered nothing absolutely nothing for me and and that's that's insulting and it, it, it that's why we we the xbox people out there we feel disgusted we feel gross like can you can you can you just conceive of what it would take for someone like tim tim dog to scrub his entire Twitter profile of anything Xbox related. He said he doesn't even want to talk to anybody at Xbox right now. I mean, this is just, this is bizarro land. I mean, I've I've never seen corporate self-sabotage of this level in the gaming industry. I guess, you know, I mean, I don't even think Sega was like this. Sega tried and they just, they just couldn't make it work. They couldn't make it happen. It was a timing issue and a, and a production issue and a, a lot of things at play. And Nintendo caught on fire at the right time. PlayStation caught on fire at the right time. They, they just didn't have it. X, this is just Xbox, like, taking themselves out back and shooting themselves in the head. Like, this is insane. They, ju- they just made their entire player base overnight not want to buy another game on their platform. It is ridiculous. All right, I will shut up now and let y'all talk. No, I, I really am glad that we got to see my uh, my thought process 10 years ago 
right now here in real time. But that doesn't help anybody that you already help. went through I this. I can't tra time travel, and I can't help that people ignored my messaging. But you can that empathize with them now, even if they didn't listen to you. It doesn't have to be an I told you so moment. It's totally an I told he, you he's so, so moment. He's too far gone. He's, from that, he's, from from way yeah. back then when he went well, that, you know, and, and it's perfectly reasonable how you feel, but I cannot pretend that I feel that now, you know. And so it's like when it when it's all said and done, yeah, there isn't a reason to do that. And I do would, you know, say that they lied. Yeah, like they in their marketing, not directly because they were specifically vague. That in and of itself was, I was like, this is, I'm concerned. I don't like how they're, they're wording things. I want them to be more succinct. I want them to be more clear. And I think that is absolutely valid. The thing that is, is like, Tim Dog, you, like the world, as they process this shift in the gaming landscape, there's going to be that anger. That's the first thing that happens whenever this information is brought on. And then eventually that transitions into acceptance and then under like, oh, this is actually working out better for me as a gamer. Like Vet Cloud says, because if you're still buying like Xbox games on other platforms, that's still a win for Microsoft. And it gives them the ability to do so much more. They have so much more leverage now, especially with the ABK I, deal. I disagree. Just I disagree. Them. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on that, Brian, because it's exactly what Phil said in court, where he said when we sell our games, he he got asked this by the judge. The judge said, Why would you not let some games go to PlayStation? Because you've said publicly that it's gonna be a case by case basis. Why are we here? Why is PlayStation saying that you're not going to let games go on their platform? What is the incentive there? Because we have emails that we're looking at where you're conversing with Matt Booty saying, no, Minecraft's fine, but we shouldn't let other games go over there. It's not a good strategy for us. Why is that the case? And he laid it out. He said, when we sell our games on PlayStation, they get a 30% or more cut from those sales. And then mm -hmm. what do they do? They take that money and use go use us. it to pay Square Enix to sign a deal so that we can't get their games. So no, that's just patently not true. It will not give them leverage. It is the opposite of giving them leverage. It makes them lose their leverage. Their only leverage was to... It's exactly what I said to you and Alex, Brian. I said, as good as Indiana Jones looks, they better hold on to that for dear life and never let it go to PlayStation. And literally, like, two weeks later, it comes out from Tom Warren that it's going to go to PlayStation. They have no leverage. They're cooked. Yeah. They're done. No, it's like, the there's leverage nothing that you left have to talk about. Yeah, no, there is, because you are, are and, and a lot of people are still locked into this, this hardware mindset. The future isn't hardware-driven. And this has been, and this is me continuing, like, That's you know, if you guys are, like, in 10 years, like, well, I wish I listened to Brian 10 years ago. Listen right now. The future isn't hardware. The future isn't mobile. The future isn't cloud. The future is just all of that. Yeah, but that's an existence. I'll be honest. That's like 20 years, 30. We don't know what, right? We don't know what's going to be in the future. We're in the now. We're in the next five to 10 years. And if you look at Sony, if you look at Nintendo, these guys have a new console that's coming out this year. Mm -hmm. And, and they're, they're making money hand over fist. They're selling their hardware even more than their predecessor. So when that trajectory is going like this for Nintendo and, and Sony, but it's like this for Xbox, and you're saying, well, the whole industry is like, no, Xbox is going in that way. Nin Nintendo and Sony are going to do what they have did for the last 30, 
40 Nintendo, years. Nintendo, let's just let's separate them out from this conversation slightly because they're the only platform that makes money by selling the platform. That's Sony and Microsoft, true. they do. They make no, they make money on the sell. Sony of the Switch. makes money off of their PS5 within right the now? first year. Yes, within no, within the first year, they put out a statement like six months after launch saying we're now. Uh, and I'll send it to you just so you'll know. I'm I'm not making this up. Saying that, oh, yeah, no, I believe now pr profitable on your hardware. And each revision they had, like Porter Rock said before, each pr uh, revision of their console, even though it's slightly like sometimes the internals, internals and change and stuff, and you kind of never know. But each one of those revisions is a price change because components get cheaper all the time so they're putting the, after the price drop they put the components in there and that's just even more money that they're making then, and guess what they take that money the and they're investing in the playstation portal a mm -hmm. new playstation portal hand a native handheld a psvr and uh, the headsets the earbuds and everything else all of that comes from the ps5 it's surrounding the ps5 PlayStation is not going anywhere. They're doubling, oh, yeah. tripling, and quadrupling that, down. I'm not You're stating get a that they're going 6, away. A PlayStation 7, right. PlayStation 8, and on. This is, you know, fortunately, I guess fortunately and unfortunately for Sony, PlayStation is their bread and butter. So they have no choice but to do what they're doing, right? They can't just say, hey, we're going to let the, the console go away. No, they have no choice. This is it. They need you buying a PlayStation 5. They don't want you going anywhere else. They don't want you going to Nintendo. They don't want you going to PC. They don't want you going to, 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 to Xbox. So at this point, Sony's looking like, well, if Microsoft gets out of the hardware business, a lot of their gamers are going to come over to us. And guess what? We'll nurture their games that's going to, we'll host their their Halos, the Gears and Forces in their games. Why not? Now these guys are over here. They're going to sign up for PlayStation Plus. They're going to buy some earbuds. They're going to, you know, buy VR and other stuff. This is, you're getting the company, you're giving the competition. You're basically giving up. Like what Kurt said, they've literally given up. And, and I understand what you're saying. In the future, in some Future, I don't know. It, it, it won't be. I'm not saying consoles future. are going away and or hardware is going away. Yeah. I know that uh, it's like that is that's a tricky thing that I'm I'm definitely not elegant at in speaking. Yeah. I'm saying the future is not those things because those things will continue to exist, but they're not going to be the be all end all. And so, to your point with PlayStation, hey, let, you know, I believe you. I stand corrected. So let's put. I, I don't think Microsoft is making money on the sale of the of the Xbox, you know, console. No, they which, don't. They, right, they, they so in over they, 24 years right. of their existence, they right. haven't made a dime on the. But PlayStation game. is going to have a, a cloud offering and a PC offering, right? So when it when it says that, they, is that they it's already actually, have it. They, right, they it's only started now, and it. it's only going to get better, and it's only going to get. Better better so that the gamer whether it's kirk or you or me like you're gonna end up having way more choice if you want to invest in a Ooh. console then you, you there's an option and yes i would say the ps5 the the console to buy this is the console to buy if you're gonna buy a console then you shift into that and go and saying like well if you end up having the ability to have a gaming pc well guess what you're not you're not cut off right we've seen so much hardware innovation because of the removal of exclusivity. And this is the Rogue Ally. This is the Steam Deck. This is the Logitech G Cloud. Within the handheld space, which was formerly dominated, dominated by Nintendo, you could not release a handheld and find any success. Ask Sega. Like, they're like, yes, you'd have some niche success. You'd have some they're people PCs, who are fans. Though. 
Those handhelds are just PCs. They are just, just PCs, they're, they're right? That's all right. they are. But they're meaning so, that it's that, that they they can exist because no, they can't like because they, they now have to sell themselves on they like can. oh this is the only place that you can play this game, which was and is the current especially uh, Square PlayStation model. Yeah. So let's say this right. Nintendo Switch has sold over 135 million Nintendo Switches. Mm-hmm. If you add up the ROG Ally, which I own, the Logitech G Cloud that I own, the the Steam Deck, which I own, and the, the new Lenovo handheld or whatever, I, I don't have that one. If you add those up, right, the combination of those sales may be maybe two million, right? Yeah. They're not making any massive dent. They're just extension i mean they're just piece they're, they're basically mobile pcs right there's not this massive fluctuation of people i'm buying this in any massive drop it's not it's just not compared to nintendo for various reasons the reason because nintendo has exclusives it's is an exclusive thing yeah you know you know playstation Sure, they could have made their PlayStation portal where it does this with PC and, and Android and, and all this stuff. But guess what? Yeah, matter of fact, you're the one that asked me. You say, Hey, yeah. I say, Hey, you do GFN on that thing? And I was like, No, guess what? Oh, man. I need a it, PS5. And well, see, I have, a, I have a PS5, and I was like, Oh, I think if I could do GFN on the portal, mm. that's actually much more preference because like nope. the, the PlayStation controller is fantastic, especially the five. Like, they, they it, it would be great, it would be great if you could do that. But you know what? Sony, again, just like Nintendo, just like Apple believes, why would I give people another reason to go somewhere else? We want you here. So this is going to be an extension of your PS5. And Xbox believes the opposite. And, be- and yeah. Xbox <laughs> believes everybody else is... is and I even ha- heard people out there talking about, well, the new Xbox, they're just going to outsource and let everybody make an Xbox. So you'll have uh, Lenovo making an Xbox. And That's, just a, myself, That's just a Steam box. That's just a Steam box. I'm thinking to myself, who in their right mind would invest in a piece of hardware that they have to share with a bunch of other manufacturers that the gamers don't even want to buy its own hardware that's proprietary right now? Like that's a dead call. That's a crazy investment. Who would who would do that? Like who Paul would- Tassie needs to be stopped. Yeah, like come on. <laughs> he he posts. He says. The year is 2025, and I am consulting a spreadsheet two pages long to figure out which games are or are not currently Xbox <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> we are proud to announce all Xbox original titles are coming to our friends at PlayStation, except for Redfall. They didn't want that one. <laughs> we do have a little breaking news. Uh, it's finally confirmed that the next Halo is going to be multi-platform. Are you serious? That's Microsoft that's out website. Yeah. No, no shot, dude. This is happening. Oh Kurt, my though. god! This is happening. Yeah, it's it's happening. Yeah. I mean, that great, F- fantastic. I was honestly, I was really worried that Phil was going to come out today and say this is not happening yet. This is not an official decision. Like we're still doing case by case, like some mumbo jumbo that lets them straddle that neutrality line. If they're committing to this, great fantastic because i just i i i'll i'll do my paul tassie spreadsheet that's fine i'll do my spreadsheet and i'll buy my ps6 and when the game comes on ps6 i'll buy it because i like i i don't want to do this half in out i don't know whatever like so now i know like if i can play halo on the playstation i'm just gonna have a playstation and that's what i'll have i i don't maybe i maybe i'll get a switch as well 
but like I don't need an Xbox anymore. Like that's why this is insane. It's like I I Ginger, I don't know if you believe that people are not going to have the box, but they're still going to be involved in the ecosystem, but I don't. I think that's wrong, and I think a lot of people think that's wrong. And hey, you're no Sardamas, so you might know better than us. <laughs> but what I'm saying is they just told everybody you don't need our box anymore and you don't need to be involved with us anymore. And like at that point, Game Pass just becomes Netflix, Paramount Plus, Max, Peacock, all that. And guess what? When people feel like they can get off those and stop paying that money, they jump at the chance to do that. If they ain't got a show that they're watching right now on one of those, if they don't have a reason to be on one of those right now, and the data backs this up, that's why P- Paramount and and Peacock got exclusive NFL playoff games because that's the only way they can get people to subscribe. They can't keep people because as soon as they're done watching the show – that was on that season, that was the only reason they got the subscription in the first place, they cancel it because they don't want to be on that. So as soon as I can go to PlayStation and play my Starfield and play my Halo and play everything, I don't need Xbox Game Pass anymore. It's not convenient enough for me to shell out 15 to $17 a month for that service when I have a console and I can just drop money on sales on it on the PlayStation the games store, that you want or, right or I can go buy this hopefully for one more generation yeah. from GameStop or on eBay or wherever and I own it then it's mine and we can get it all it's, oh, it's really a license and whatever but like at least it's it's not a subscription model and so but, like yeah there's I mean they've just they have literally decisively told me you don't need to give us any more money you don't need to to f with us anymore Kay. you you're good you can just you can just cut clean. You're good to go. And oh. like every, it's going to be a mass exodus. I mean, I think it, a lot of us are bought in to like I'm bought in for to Game Pass for like two more years because I do like the Black Friday when Deal. the cards are like what they used to cost basically. Yeah. So I'm like bought in for two more years. But let me tell you what, if I was paying paying month to month for Game Pass, it, I mean when I roll credits on Hellblade 2, I'd be canceling it. As soon as I rolled credits on Hellblade 2 in May, my Game Pass subscription would be over, and I would not be resubscribing because I know that all the games are going to eventually come to PlayStation. And why do I want the footage in the background? Is is my uh, Starfield playthrough when I first started playing the game, checking it out in 4K? Like, I've got 30 hours in that game. I'm going to have to restart that now on PlayStation 5 because I want to be able to have my save that it will inevitably have, you know, 120 hours or whatever of, of Bethesda RPG goodness on the PS6 and in the PlayStation ecosystem because there is no e- Xbox ecosystem. They no, just the X- told there's me gonna that. Be an e- no, they, there is still going to be an Xbox ecosystem. But there isn't, though. Like, it's not appealing. Is now part of the Xbox ecosystem. That's what this move is. Right, but the save is how... So what, I'm going to be able to bring my save over to PlayStation? That's not going to happen. It's just the reality of what it is. It doesn't mean anything. Just because you say something... I don't say it. That's what Microsoft is saying. That's what Phil says. They count Steam Deck. They count PlayStation. They count all of this as a part of their ecosystem. And as long as you're engaging with their ecosystem, that's what they want. And And that's what they've said very clearly to me. Okay. Okay, so this is what it is. They've only said these things when they were in a position when they were not in a favorable position, right? They that that was their way of coping and and trying to get us to, you know, these guys are good at words to where they give you talking points. They give you the talking points. For example, I remember they said, "What was this? There was this one saying that I always kind of tease Phil Spencer about," and 
you always put these buzzwords out and then so people rally behind that and they go out in the public and they speak this. But then behind the scene, you're doing something different. And when that for, oh, the user exclusives matter until they didn't have exclusives. Right. And then it became about user engagements until they didn't have the user engagements. And then they changed that until it's about the ecosystem until they realized nobody was doing that. And they'll, they'll always find some kind of other way to spend it. That's why I, I just, I see it for what it is as a gamer. How does it fit with me? How does it resonate with my friends and family and things like that? There is no way to spin this. There is no logical way to spin this. The fact is, it's not. It's driven by money, but it's driven by unnecessary money because they are the de facto world's richest company. They yeah. just bought the world's one of the world's biggest company. They had the world's largest acquisition for video games. It's just so many big things that just happened, and for them to say to their fan base. Now I'm speaking. I'm speaking. For the average Xbox guy, for them to say, hey, guys, thank you for rallying behind us, for supporting us for all these years. But guess what? You don't matter. You know who matters? The Nintendo fan base and the PlayStation fan base. They're finna get all your games. They're finna get all the perks. And guess what? Their games, nine times out of ten, they're probably going to run better. It's probably going to have the dual sense haptic feedback support. It's probably going to have the 3D audio, the instant loading. Uh, guess what? The PS5 Pro coming out, guess what? It's going to have the all kind of other stuff because they at this point they have no incentive to make a game run worse on playstation right it's because just like uni it's just like uni since they said in the twitter space earlier when when you were talking to him brian if, if if they if they give us our money back we're, we're all good we're fine that's with not, microsoft they're not Xbox. giving the money back this exactly is money so they yeah. can go to hell like that's how we feel at this point like they can today. go to hell and that's ain't nobody and ain't nobody paying for game pass and buying xbox games anywhere unless it's on the playstation store like that's how it's gonna be like or it's like PC. that now because or they did clown. it to us like that i mean sure whatever but as far as the people that game in their living room that either own an xbox or a playstation or both we we're not messing with xbox anymore what if the like and they will see that hit they will see that hit they will feel it the the game pass the game pass subscription is going to go down but it's not going to stay stagnant or go up it's going to go down they're going to feel that hit this month they're going to feel that yeah we can't feel that we're not going to fear monger and say because microsoft made the decisions that they made well now sony is all of a sudden going to jack the price no i'm i'm not making the argument that they're going to jack no 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 not not for you i'm talking about you you said on twitter you're like well the ps6 what if it's a thousand dollars and i was like i'm not i'm not touching that no 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 it's and i'm bringing that up because of moore's second law the like the massive increase of doubling of costs if we're to be able to produce that level of power and something has to give either you have to migrate to the cloud so you can offset that cost you have to use some form of cloud compute so you can keep the the base hardware the local hardware as cheap as possible because it is still about mass adoption they don't want to sell less consoles especially playstation so the question is as a theoretical i don't know if they're going to raise up the price they could just end up raising up the cost of video games to uh, like they like they even were talking about 150 dollars from sony they you know like maybe games will cost 150 bucks they already do if you actually buy the you know like the 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 full edition everybody there was this discussion back when GT before GTA 6 trailer came out. There were rumors that GTA 6 was going to be 150 bucks. 
Everybody, there was no outrage. Everyone said, "I'll buy it. Yeah. I'll buy it." Yeah. So I don't want to hear gamers will if game. A, if a game is good, people will buy it. People yeah. buy collectors editions and the top premium of all the time. Call of Duty every single year, the same person buy the top tier, freaking Call of Duty. All of that. Listen, gaming is expensive hobby, and gamers will. There's unlimited amount that people will pay for a great console and great price. It's just unfortunate that Microsoft had the cheapest console on the market for 139 dollars this holiday season, and they really didn't sell anything. And according to Jess Corden, that's part of the reason they see nobody's buying these consoles. Yeah, well, and they they they're not selling consoles because they have been signaling that there's no reason to buy the console because they don't have those. And and again. That's where I think that we'll see the timed exclusive where you could play first on the next Xbox or play Why? first, but they Why? want to shift you. Well, it's a, it it, didn't matter. it's an option to the gamer. People, you if know what you, you want that 99% of people will just sit there and just wait. And exactly, but so why even do that? Is... Day and date, and call it a day. You did day, day, oh, PC, okay. you clearly, I see what you you're saying. Want, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. that, that, hey, you get to play it here first on Xbox, like people are not going to. You know, we're busy playing other games. We can wait three months, six months. PC guys, freaking Kirk, will sit around and wait for two years to play The Last of Us on PC. So you don't think these guys will wait a couple of months to... They they, they effectively have killed the Xbox. It's Jover. It's, it's, it's Jover, over. It's Jover. Day, though. So it's over. <laughs> there, was, there, was, there is no logic. There's nothing they can do. Even if they come out today and say, hey, guys, we we're backtracking. We have a change of direction. We're going to... Guess what? It's over. The, they let it sit out too long. People don't trust them. In the future, sometimes they'll flip-flop again, and they'll end up there. The mind share, they just all in the mind share is out the door. This was this this week and last week was probably the biggest win for Nintendo and Sony by doing absolutely nothing. They didn't have to do nothing. They just sat back and watched Microsoft shoot themselves in the foot and effectively kill off their consoles. Well, so, and I still, I still Sony came out with the biggest win for Microsoft as well, but it's their, Oh my God, dude, this is huge for Microsoft. No, they're done, dude. Are you kidding me? Somebody clip this because I'm going to give it to. I'm going to give this clip. That's to him fine. Every That's totally when fine. All of a sudden Microsoft is a six trillion dollar company or a ten trillion dollar company. We don't. And people we are don't still care buying their about games. that. They didn't get that Ryan, way from Ryan, Xbox. It's like, they got that way from everything else. We, need Ryan, to we don't care. Their gaming division we don't care right if they go make a lot of money. Revenue. No, no, I'm talking, Kirk. One second. Their gaming division now is their third largest revenue producing division, and we're going to. Because they bought Activision Blizzard and they have King, they're going to be bringing Game Pass. Pay attention, guys. This is what's going to happen. Here's the roadmap. They're going to be bringing Game Pass to mobile and bringing breaking into that market of which that they have struggled to break into. And not not us as the five percenters. We us gamers, people watching the show, listening to these words, we represent maybe maybe five percent of the gaming market. Microsoft wants a hundred percent. They want to be able to hit all these different avenues and, and yes i don't zero. like mobile gaming i'm not a fan of mobile gaming Thank at you, all they're going to end up zero what's up when you when you can't even maintain your base your hardcore it's a wrap you you're 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 trying to tackle this pie in the sky thinking okay. that cell phone gamers are going to save you thinking that cloud gamers are going to save you thinking everybody else is going to save you Bill already went on the your... stand and said that that they the mobile their mobile enterprise was defunct. Yeah, that yeah. they'd had no yeah. success, and yeah. that they, they were have, hoping that they have King. King could give them an injection. Sure, but that's a hail mary play. That's this not guaranteed. Hail mary play. Billion dollars. The whole thing's been a hail mary play because 
gaming is this weird, unique thing that I'm going to use a term that people are, I got to, I'm going to try to be very articulate and in communicating this. I'm going to say preferred monopoly because social media is also a preferred monopoly. People like the platform that they go to And this doesn't apply to like burger joints and things like that. So I'm not making the case that like everything has that level of preference, but video games instill in us this connection, this relationship to the IP itself. There is no PlayStation equivalent to Mario. There is no, you know, Halo on Nintendo. And if Microsoft wants to go that direction and bring games to everywhere, like that is actually a win for gamers. Whether they choose to want to play or not, whether they want to play, you know, and experience a game or not, the archaic design, how video games have evolved and just in terms of cost and what business and how businesses think, it, it, the writing has been on the wall. I'm actually, the only thing that surprised me is we're actually having this conversation today and not sometime here in the next year. I was thinking that this was going to be something that was going to be more prevalent later this year, but it is what it is. But the the preferred monopoly mindset is that if Phil Spencer came out and said it, he says, we've lost the console wars. This is, all, you know, what's happening. We, you know, like even if they release 10 out of 10 out of 10 games, that people aren't going to just sell their PlayStations. They should have tried it. They should have tried it first before they not. They have been trying it and they haven't been good at it. So let them be the company and let them like focus in on the work and where they are good because they have good skills, right? But they have struggled in certain areas. And honestly, like I saw chat talking about like Amazon. Amazon has a console. It's a cloud only console and it's additive. We're going to see all kinds of different stuff, but I'm not saying that it's going to like, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the mainstream, but PC gaming is in the mainstream. Console gaming is going to like remain, uh, remain that for the, for the foreseeable future. I want to address Azer in the chats point here saying that Xbox is the new Sega. Sega is crushing it now, but like what we forget is Sega was, was terrible for years. It took them years, like um, almost multiple decades to get back in the game after they collapsed at, with the Dreamcast. I mean, the idea that Xbox is just going to make this roundabout 180 pivot and all of a sudden be an amazing publisher no. after they were terrible at making consoles. Short-term and, versus long-term. I mean, like, Sega is just now with Yakuza and, and Persona and Atlas, which I'll throw that up there, and and, and those games, like... I need oh, we got some music. That. Huh? Yeah, with with Atlas and, and Yakuza and their other franchises, like... Sega is finally getting to the point to where they're respected, they're doing well, people get excited about Sega properties. They're a very good publisher. They're comparable to like a Capcom or, you know, a Ubisoft or or one of those outlets. And like to think that Xbox who has failed at hardware, who has failed at being a competitor in terms of, oh, you should you should buy your games on our platform who has failed in the mobile market, who has failed in cloud, is now somehow going to be good at being a third-party publisher. I'm just not buying it. Like, they're just going to disappear until they figure it out, and then they'll come back in a much smaller form. But that that doesn't give me any invest return on the investment of almost $1,000 that I put into Xbox, and it, it doesn't help the rest of the people that are in the same boat. So they're they're offering nothing, and 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 they have been offering, you know, the world supposedly, and now they just they're just gonna come out and be like, oh, actually, we figured out that we suck, and you shouldn't have given us that money, and we're just gonna disappear into the ether now, and yeah, and that's we're not gonna happening. be they're still gonna be around. More, more breaking news, guys. I hate to break it, but it, it, every it. thirty minutes, no, by all means, every thirty minutes, 
But Microsoft is backtracking on the day one game pass where the, the games were going to go. Oh, that sucked. That sucked. This is official. This is official now. You have a link for that? Because I want to. Yeah, yeah. By the way, this was posted by Tim Dog. This was posted by Tim Dog. So, I mean. He, he yeah. has no, I mean, no, if, if, like, if, they, if they pull out of uh, hey, out of Game Pass, they, they, that he, means they're pulling out of Game Pass. All aboard the PlayStation train. Things have changed drastically just within that hour. We've seen multiple things happen. So, Ginger, I, I'll tell you, man. Listen, man, I I get what you're saying, but man, that's a that's a horrible hill to die on because this stuff <laughs> every thirty minutes. I don't know how this is me dying on the hill. I'm just no, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, the next thirty minutes, Microsoft can say, "Hey, they're giving up on the cloud initiative and the mobile initiative and everything." We just these guys are just don't know at, at this point. I mean, I, I don't see them saying that. If they do, I didn't think that they would say that they're going to not do day and date in Game Pass. They're not doing day and date in Game Pass. That like that is in and of itself like that That's is rough. awful. Well, yeah. because like their platform and what they've been communicating is that Game Pass is that platform. That's where like. Yeah, the console. Like, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. They told us years ago that this was going away. But again, I know that not everybody was following around that time. Jay, but, um, do you have, do you have any more context that on being that? True. Yeah, if that well, ends up being true, like that, like why would I be subbed to their Game Pass? Like the reason I'm subbed is because that is the offering that they bring in. And if they're going to go that direction, I wonder the if the value that's proposition true. isn't there. Well, Tim, so Tim, I'm not going to be a Game Pass subscriber, and that's perfectly fine. You know, I yeah. Well, you have an fluctuation of 350 potential new customers coming in. Game Pass is not on their service, so therefore they have to change the way with what they said to fit that narrative. So it, it kind of makes sense, but it doesn't make sense because where does that leave? What if it was like here's a just a, like a obviously I don't have all we don't have all the information about that, but what if it was that the information is that yes, Game Pass is coming to PlayStation, but it's not going to include the day and date games if you're part of that on that platform. And if you want that feature, the it's, it's a Xbox console feature. I, I don't think that'll happen because for one. PlayStation is not going to allow a competing store, just like just like the Apple. Right. They're not going to allow. They don't want. They don't want that. Right. Yeah, they'll allow the games because they get a cut of that. Right. Right. But, so that that's that. Right. And then for two, um, this is Tim Dog. He said, "Yeah, day one Game Pass might." He said it's changing too. The same guy that got all this information right before the original leak is saying this right now. So this is mm. really breaking news. Well, Paris. that's going to save me some money on on a subscription to Microsoft if that's the case, because then there's no no reason that I'm going to be subscribed to that that service if I don't get day and date. I'm telling I'm telling you, Ginger. Oh I'm telling God, you, eight. man, this is this stuff is too crazy. I'm a I'm a pro PlayStation guy, right? I'm that's my main. But me seeing this stuff happen, knowing I got three Xbox Series Xs and a bunch of Series Ss, I'm going to basically take them to GameStop, see what kind of credit I. I can ha- I can get in. I think oh that sounds like God. a smart move. So so here's here's another here's a right, and this adds some context. So the leaker who was right on all of this Xbox stuff confirms that Sony Nintendo will not be getting Game Pass, and Microsoft will backtrack and not put first party games day one in Game Pass. So in essence, so PlayStation Nintendo get all the exclusives, and those exclusives won't be in Game Pass day one on Xbox. That's the so, so, that's so what, what they we just summed it up. We don't we don't get it day one on Game Pass, but 
they're gonna make they're gonna compel us to buy we're incentivized to buy it on xbox because it's like a year of exclusivity is that what we're thinking i don't even, I don't even think it's a year of exclusivity yeah, I think if, it's, if it's, they're doing that then why not go day and day yeah, because yeah. you from the market like one of the things that microsoft has the advantage of at this time right now that playstation doesn't is that a dollar on a uh, on a Microsoft marketing campaign is magnified because they hit so many more devices. They hit PC, they hit streaming, they hit handhelds. Like it goes everywhere. So you spend a dollar on marketing, and you have a much broader base. Sony, because they stagger, they do their marketing for the PlayStation launch, and then they either need to spend more marketing when the PC launch comes out, or you know they just don't market the the PC version. And from the sale through on PC, I think that. It maybe is a part of it, uh, but I thought that the PC sales were actually quite quite well. So, the uh, yeah, that's that's that, that's that would be where this isn't just that 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 is where I get frustrated if that ends up being the case. If they do pull out of day one Game Pass, then well, fuck them. You know, it's just like all right, start, like I'm not gonna be subscribed. Hey, that, come on, Ginger, come on over, come on. The the water's fine over here. Yo, We're welcoming you. News, no, like again, like I get what how people feel. I just can't feel that now. I felt it's, it ten years dead ago. Inside. No, no, it's like my my. The reason I'm subbed and will remain subbed to Game Pass is if Microsoft games are day and date. That that is the that's the proposition, and, and that I believe is the, to be the future. If they pivot from that and completely change that, then who cares? Like we their games are still going to come out. News. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. More breaking yeah, news. A little, little bit more breaking. Jado, keep it coming, baby. Hey, keep it breaking news. Man, freaking crazy. Co-founder of Xbox Era says he couldn't sleep because Xbox is going third party. Entire <laughs> business models are going to collapse because of this. What yeah. Do you, it, Which mean, well, who is that over at? Is that Jesse Norris, or his, sick? N- his name is John Clark? Yeah, yeah, that's the guy that broke the article. Yeah. So yeah, maybe he he's got a little remorse over there. He did see. I watched their live yesterday. Yeah. Xbox eras. They're the ones that broke the original story and the original um, and, and the leak. The original leak. The original oh. story about God. I can't. Oh, Starfield. Starfield. Yeah. And and then and then well, it, I mean, it seemed it seemed to me the, the I, I connecting the dots. It seemed like. <laughs> What's that? I was telling people Starfield was going to come. Sure. Out. I mean, like, so was J Dub. So was J Dub, yeah. right? I was like, like 2018. Like, <laughs> Let's go. I'm just saying that yeah, the, the, comfort, the confirmed news from inside Xbox, like that was broken by Xbox era. And the connect the dots tinfoil hat of that is that they didn't want to release. They said they did not want to release that story yesterday. However, about 30 minutes later, Tom Warren comes out with an article about Indiana Jones. And then he yeah. also came in the live for Xbox era and said, you ruined my weekend. So apparently <laughs> Tom was maybe going to release Sitting it on the information on yeah. Monday. And then Xbox era was like, well, we're small. The verge is going to get it. We better, we better go ahead and run it. And yeah. so it sounds like they're like, what have we done? But like, I mean, like if this is what they're going to do, like the people have a right to know. So the, the silence uh, from Microsoft is deafening, right? Yeah. It's definitely well. Phil's, that, Phil's that, supposedly that, going on CNBC in no, thirty was, minutes, right? That's fake. Oh no! I know. I know. I if and so there's all kinds uh, of right now. I was told that he, he was going to address everybody today uh, by a couple of sources that I trust, but maybe that's changed. Maybe they're like, "Oh, sh- this information's out. We we weren't ready to communicate, and now they're scrambling." But the silence is deafening, and if they do not say anything today on this subject. That I think is in and of itself the biggest red flag. Like, like 
how can you not? Because it's not even, you, there's no tweet from anybody within the Xbox ecosystem that's coming out saying, guys, calm down. It's not Ex- like that. Except, We're gonna, except we'll, we'll, Sarah Bond opening up her uh, <laughs> Persona 3 Reload Collector's Edition. Heck yeah. <laughs> well, right. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. The fact that they haven't said anything lets us know it's all true. Let's face it. And Tom Warren and all of these inside sources, they've been right about everything else previously. There is no reason for them to just make this stuff up to make Xbox look bad. It is what it is. Microsoft has previously, uh, when there were negative rumors, they've come out and cleared the air. Right. Pretty much like pretty quick, in my opinion. And, and, And something tells me that, you know, something tells me that because Phil allegedly Phil had the interview with Jess Corton and said, you know, what Phil has always said before, our games you will not go to our games. Game Pass will not go to PlayStation Nintendo, which Phil has said, which is true. Game Pass is not going to Nintendo in PlayStation. But he never once said the games weren't games going weren't going. And to you those, know, Phil, yeah. he's very tricky with words on what he says and what he doesn't say. Right. So it's that, kind of hard. Why, that's why the, the the frustration that Kirk has, the hurt that he has, is is justified. Like I'm not trying to say anybody who feels angry isn't justified. I'm just saying that, oh my gosh, like okay, this to me, especially with how the industry has been moving, it, it just I, I don't see it ending in another way. And so, so, the, so the, the if I didn't know you in, years ago in September I of, of uh, in, in in September of what 2020, and I was like, should I buy an Xbox or, or no. a PlayStation? And I've I've got a PlayStation Four. I, I, I would say, like I say today, if you want to, like if if that is y- like your pref- like if you prefer the controller, yeah. like if 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 you want to, which I, I did, I applaud the option that is given. It's not a requirement, and they're the only ones that are doing that. And so the industry in and of itself would be interesting to see. Do do we see a change? Do do we see PlayStation you know change their path, or are they just going to be the 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 one console future? supported with pc as well because like when it when it's all said and done the thing that i continue to bring up is why do why would i want a console when geforce now like it just crushes and i get there's still hesitancy with people in cloud gaming but i play with zero lags zero latency and it is just an incredible experience on a graphics card that keeps getting better and I look around and I go, and especially as it saves the life of my PC, so I'm not always running games on my computer and thus increasing the heat and reducing its life. So like, I'm just like, there isn't a downside when all of a sudden you say like GeForce Now is on my my smart TV. Like that's exactly where I, I will game. Not that this is mass market. PC gaming isn't also the answer. I know it's, like I like PC gaming, but I know like Kirk makes valid points. Like it, not everybody's got $3,500 or $4,500 like in their pocket ready to just like throw to computer. Yes, it has other functionality, but it's not going to be mass market. That's where consoles and price price points are what make games mass marketable. And that requires volume. That's why it's really like admirable that PlayStation continues to invest in VR, but VR will continue to struggle because it is not yet mass market. So you might have the best VR game possible but you don't have the biggest audience that justifies the development cost of said game who knows ai could change a lot of all of this the ai could disrupt this entire conversation and 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 here in the next 10 years it's like kirk and i are just generating games at a push of a button that we want to play you know it's like hey i want to play a game that's 
kind of like this. And then it's like, and then you're like, all right, you know, like that, that in and of itself is a real reality that we could be seeing play out in the next decade. Oh gosh, this is big day. Brian, have you commented on the, the final fantasy game pass requirement thing not in this not in this podcast i released a video about it okay. and i would like us to talk about it if you guys have a couple more minutes before we wrap up sure i got i gotta run some I errands can go, for the yeah, wife I can go as long as you, you want to go i mean <laughs> and i can keep it going if you want we got a lot of viewers right now yeah, so. let's let's talk about final fantasy 14 on xbox we have the release date uh, it's beta february 21st yeah, and do we want to go there? I mean, I do because this sucks. <laughs> this this is this pisses me off. I'll be I'll be right back. I'll let you I'll let y'all deal with this. Okay. okay so first and foremost, release date beta. If you have an existing account, they advise you not to step into the beta. Uh, and I, I'm guessing that is going to be you know one of the factors just to make sure that you're you're protected in case there's an issue because you cannot unlink your Xbox uh, profile to your Square Enix profile. So keep that in mind. However, for some unknown reason, in order, not the free trial, free trial, you don't need any of the Xbox services, but in order to play Final Fantasy 14 on the Xbox, this is going to affect very little of the Xbox community, but it's still annoying AF because you will be required to have the Game Pass Core at a minimum and who knows, maybe there's some other news that is around the corner, like maybe they, like if you have Game Pass, you have this game. I don't know. I'm not expecting that announcement. But this was one of the key issues that Yoshi P himself communicated as to one of the reasons why this game is not on Xbox. And this is also another, you know, just visual opportunity of non-parity with PlayStation. PlayStation does not require you be subscribed to PlayStation Plus to play Final Fantasy XIV. So back to Kirk, back to this entire conversation. Yeah. If you want to buy a console, don't buy an Xbox. As opposed to before I was Xbox is optional. If you want to buy a console, I wouldn't recommend buying an Xbox. Namely because of this, especially with this, with Final Fantasy 14. This one thing, it's, I, I know it does not, it's not going to be like wide ranging and impactful. Yeah. MMOs are a niche. I get that. But this is Final Fantasy 14. And it just seems like a just an, an extra tax that doesn't need to happen. Now, Chile, I was talking with, and he speculates that there the reason why we might see this happen or this is happening is maybe because this was a part of their deal that they struck with all the cloud servers. Microsoft and Square Enix are working together with cloud servers. You know, Final Fantasy 14 is now hosted in the cloud for some of some of their data centers or something like that, which is a real win. But maybe that was the deal. It's like, okay, let's, you know, we're going to go ahead and make this required on this platform, yada, 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 because it is a paid game. It isn't a free game. However, the fact that it's a subscription-driven game really does irk me, and uh, that's that's my piece on it. That's yeah. that's just where I'm frustrated. Yeah. I, I think Final Fantasy fourteen coming to Xbox was such a huge deal. Obviously, you know, right? Dude, I've been fighting That's, that's that how you and years. I met, basically. Exactly. And so, that, so. But, ten, like, when I talk about, like, 10 years ago, like, yeah. this is the, like, I have been on the front line for this. I've been attacked over the 10 years, but I'm like, guys, no, I... I, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. So you sub to me. I, I I make videos that I know I'm going to lose subscribers, but they swear to, to me, be swear to me. But the uh, <laughs> great line, I love that. Yeah. And so with Final Fantasy, like fighting, just like guys, like this, 
this benefits the game. I think about it in terms of the gamer, the community, not the platform. Yeah. You know, because again, like people go in to, to bat and people think I'm going to bat to defend Microsoft, but people also think I go to bat to defend Sony or an Amazon. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, Brian, we don't companies, right? Like, we don't, I don't think care. you're going to bat for them. What we don't people think... do. I'm just saying I've, I've read some of the chat. What we I'm don't on the think. No, the chat's way more against me than you, I think, because it's no, your no, channel, no. It's... so that's understandable. No, no, we're, but, we're everywhere, man. We got, but, we got um, all kinds of opinions. No, what, what J-Dub and I are trying to make you see the light on is you you just laid it out. Like, all this news, like, the Final Fantasy thing hits the closest to you. I mean, you literally were so moved that you were brought to tears by realizing that it was going to be on the Xbox console. That was a big deal for you. So, that's sort of where you're getting affected most when you realize, oh, this is definitively not the best way. It's, it's might be the worst place to play Final Fantasy 14 is the Xbox console. So you feel it there. That's 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 central that, for you. That's, that's where it hits you. Because that's, that's new information. But, so, but like, for everybody, everybody else, game, this news that's coming out about Starfield and hey. Indiana Jones and Gears, that's how they feel about that. That yeah. Xbox is not going to be the best place. It's going to be right. the worst place to play those games. In the same way that the game that you really, really care about, Final Fantasy XIV, that you basically made a career off of, in large part, is the worst place to play after you waited and waited and waited and literally wept because it was coming. It's now going to be the worst place to play that game because Xbox makes stupid decisions. And what I'm what we're trying to make you see the light on, I think JW will agree with this, is that when that is the case, when Xbox is no longer the best place to play Final Fantasy 14, to play Indiana Jones, to play Starfield, when it is not a good place to play those games, why would anybody want to play those games on Game Pass on their phone or on their PC or anywhere? Like, why would anybody mess with an ecosystem? that already has this concept attached to it of it's the worst place to play those games. Like it, they go hand in hand. Like you're trying to act like they're going to spin away from the fact that everybody realizes don't, you just said, don't buy an Xbox, right? Don't play final fantasy 14 on Xbox. Don't, you know, don't invest in, in that console. And, and by extension, we're trying to convince you people are going to look at the ecosystem that way like you're basically trying to say that term, right like, like this is a, there's a couple of things going on and it's one of the things where we clash on it and we've clashed on it before is just the like our view of sympathy versus empathy i'm sympathetic to everybody's view especially their outrage today I, that means that sucks like yeah i'm not empathetic because i don't feel angry because i already did like I've already gone through the grieving process. I've already gone on that journey. And, and that's what everybody's going to go on that journey now today too. So I'm not going to pretend that I feel what the anger today. I don't feel angry about like all the news today. I am sympathetic to the right, news. Because your, your sphere of care is like, is right here. <laughs> well, you can it's only just a bubble around people. you and what you feel well, in terms of, well, I already, I already went through this. So you guys got to go on your own personal just, grieving journey. I, all I'm doing is just telling you guys what what's going to happen. I'm I'm Nostradamusing this whole thing as I as I tend to do. Uh, Jay, where can people find you, dude? Do you have any final thoughts? I'd like for you to be able to put a bow on this. Let's put a bow on this. Okay, you guys can find me at JW City 16. Man, I'm always trying to keep you guys uh, laughing with the gifs and the memes. You know, what I'm saying going back and forth with the console. We're having fun with it. You know, always you know respectful, just having fun with it. 
you know, fortunately, unfortunately, you know, that's I guess that's coming to me. I guess I'm out of a job. You know, who am who I'm gonna oh, fight? Are you now? kidding me? This is gonna be material for the next two years, uh, True, true. But that's that's just you know that's short term thinking. You might yeah, you might need to you might need the future plan. You might need to to come up with some stuff after that, but you're you're set for yeah. now. Hey man, I may be there with uh with ginger, you know, and GFN, you know, Cloud. Dude, come but, over. Cloud. I am trying to become an affiliate or something because I love that service so much. I can't believe you're not, honestly. Like, yeah, that I'm, needs I to have, change. I've sold so much, I have sold so much GFN and I have no idea who to talk to. Yeah. So I'm just I, like, I, right. I was a, I was a stadia, me and a good friend of mine on, on Twitter, Moss at MM2K. We were, I was riding die hard with him. We were stadia buddies. We were going to do the stadia thing and I was with stadia for a while. And then I saw the writing on the wall and I backed yeah. up. When he Google when Google shut down their their studios, I was like, yeah. "Oh, this is." Done. And they said they're basically done. they're not going to make their, their exclusive games again. It goes to exclusive. Once your exclusive stuff is no longer exclusive, then you know it's so. And it's just an optional service. Yeah, it's just optional. Yeah. Service. So here's the thing. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter. I'm going to start back on YouTube doing more videos. I did yes. it. You know, you guys can check the video I did last night with Kirk in in Porter Rock. Of course, I had technical difficulties, but I'll work on it today. Get everything back up and running. I'll be full speed. It's just so much news coming. Doing this whole, you know, this whole program. I mean, I even got new information that's coming. I don't even want to tackle it right now. I just start a whole nother conversation. Guys, sub to his YouTube channel, please. Yeah. I'm a big proponent. And J- I have, and uh, if you're on the YouTube side, he's actually tagged in the description already. So For it's sure. not even something I'm going to do after the fact. His information's already there. Kirk's information's there too. Please give these guys a follow. I think like, Outside, I know Kirk is like, you know, I wish J-Dub would handle Twitter a little bit differently. It's like, dude, you're the most entertaining for me. And I love being that we've become friends and, and that you've been able to, we've been able to collab a couple of times. And I, if I can help your YouTube grow any which way, stretch of the imagination, that I think is a real big win. Yeah. I, I jumped in. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, definitely. I appreciate it. To, to sum up everything, I think God would just, for the, the naysayers out there, we need to just stop being in denial about it. We need to you know, step back, breathe, figure out what this means forward going for you as a Xbox console owner. Nintendo has a new Switch 2 coming out. PlayStation has the PS5 Pro coming out, you know, and so on and so on. Where does that leave you? And, and you know, if you have a digital Xbox library, you know, hey, if you're Microsoft, how can you get that digital library to travel with these guys across all these platforms? You need to be figuring that out. You know, if you're going to get out of console space, Kurt has like three generations of games that's attached to his ID. What, what he's going to do with that? You know, he's going to have to buy a PlayStation and start all the way back over and all that stuff. If they, what if they well, find? Thankfully, I've got. Thankfully, I've got my PS4 games that you know. It's yeah. like I might have rebought them, but at least I bought them in the first place, so I don't have to like re rebuy them or you know, like if I was in on the PS3 and then didn't have the PS4, I'd be really screwed, right? Because you know, you ain't getting any PS3 backwards compatibility ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. We talked about that last night, yeah. so at least I bought a bunch of PlayStation. PlayStation four games and you know now I'm 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 set on that end yeah. but 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 listen I, I think I'm coming to, to to terms with what's happening personally in my life I've come to terms with it but hopefully everyone else gets some closure and they can you know they can start figuring out what they're gonna do and how this is affect them. They've spent thousands and thousands of dollars on games and stuff like that and and unfortunately everything didn't pan out the way that they thought it was going to pan out. And so for me as a PlayStation first guy, you know, I kind of feel sorry. I, I have that empathy for them. And, and I think it's wrong for Microsoft to do that. But if this is the direction they're going to go, this is the direction they're going to go. Make your voices heard. Let them know. Don't spare any, you know, any comments or anything. You're the consumer. 
you know, it is what it is. And I, I will say this. Don't fear that because Microsoft may no longer be in the console space that that PlayStation and Nintendo is suddenly going to start to suck and, and stuff. Nah. The reason the reason those companies can't afford to is because their bread and butter is, is their consoles. consoles. If their consoles go away, they literally that's it. The company go out of business. So they have no choice but to invest and double down and triple down on it. And yeah, they're going to get a big influxation of Xbox guys coming over and that'll help them keep going forward and stuff like that and 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 just transition over to I mean even if you go to PC at this point in time I mean just 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 find something man I mean don't you know spend today crying about it but tomorrow come back positive and and just just move on but please I hope know- it's a clean break you know I hope I hope I hope that whatever they come out and say makes me very comfortable don't string with, us along uh, don't string us along even yeah. further don't no, like no 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 let's let's do it if you want to put your games on playstation yeah. tell me to go buy a playstation and i'll go buy a starfield and indiana jones and all your games maybe i'll even buy them day one you know like and whatever it, you know and you'll get your 70 percent of the 70 dollars or whatever it is yeah. you know so that you can keep because they do own these studios and i do want to support these studios yeah. because they're going to make games that we're going to want to play in the future but it's absolutely horrendous disgusting unacceptable that they told us that that the point of them accruing all those studios and doing all this was so that they could provide a product that they are simply not going to deliver now i mean it's like the theranos thing with the girl in silicon valley that like promised all the investors that she was going to produce the the blood reading machine that was going to do it you know one drop of blood you could figure out if anybody (laughs) has a disease or it was a scam it was a a fugazi a fugazi the 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 Matthew McConaughey meme. It's 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 fairy dust. That's that's what Xbox has been for the last five years. And it, you know, Ginger, the fact that you called it, that's great and all. J Dub, the fact that you called it, that's great and all. But that doesn't mean that the discourse that is happening today shouldn't be happening. I'm very it's glad that it's happening. Yeah, and and happening. Xbox needs to be held accountable. And I think that either you know but this 24 hour period you know between yesterday and today i think it'll forever be remembered as the day that xbox died like i it it's it's done and they will live on to your point ginger in some other form or or shape but you could also uh, see them partnering xbox is done as we know it yeah because they've already partnered with sony when it comes to certain things and like acer like maybe we see a sony xbox I wouldn't even be surprised, we Brian, if they changed see it. third-party Xboxes, and who knows what else? Because whenever you don't have to sell off of exclusives, you open up a huge market of people who are like, you know what? I want to make a device that I think I can make money off of selling that does this thing, and I don't have to create, you know, years and years and years of nostalgic-driven IP so that people will go buy this exclusive. Because that is hard. If it was easy, Stadia would still be around. If it was easy, Microsoft would have been doing it this whole time. It's not. Sony has meticulously built the reputation that they've built for their first party at great cost. And that, I think, is admirable. But at the same time, I'm, I still remain concerned when it comes to the cost of Spider-Man 3 and their AAA games because that does tend to mean that we see less innovation because innovation means risk. And when you're spending, I don't care, $300 million, you got to make sure that you're not sitting here and selling the farm on a, on a gamble, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pivot and, and change it 
to Microsoft Game Studios. Like they may just yeah. leave the whole Xbox. So they just drop Xbox branding as behind. A brand? Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Uh, the Xbox brand has been their cool brand. That was essentially why they. It ain't cool anymore. That. I'm just saying what they've said. I'm that's why I'm using. It's very it. uncool right now. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great show, guys. Kirk, where can people find you? They can find me at my YouTube channel. I'll throw it up on the screen one more time. That's what's new video games. Yeah, we didn't get to, we didn't get to Persona Three. Persona Three is really great. Maybe we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk about it. Ten out of ten, basically. But yeah, maybe we'll talk about it at some point later on Work the Game. But if you want full reviews that I put a lot of work and effort into, you can go find a Tekken Eight review over there and a Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League review over there. And I should have some reviews going up of some games that I can't talk about right now. I can say that I'm yeah. going to try to do a Skull and Bones mm-hmm. view in conjunction with us talking about it in two weeks, I think. Yep. That game's going to be a wild ride. That could be another Suicide Squad situation, or it could actually be good. Yeah. So that would be interesting. <laughs> but yeah. Been in the making for 10 years. 10 yeah. years, man. That does not bode well from just an HR process. Yeah. yeah, that we got Kirk and I got a go lot over of there and check that out. Video. And then uh, my my uh, my Twitter at is uh, is on is on the screen there. Oh no, it's not on the screen for some reason. But um, yeah, oh, not with my Twitter comment, at if you hide it. My, oh work. yeah, there we go. My Twitter at's on the screen at Wormer Gray. Yeah, I, I'm slowly collecting, trying to get to 300 followers. Guys, I joined Twitter in like in like September. So uh, yeah, yeah if you want to, some, I've been entertaining the, people. Yeah. Welcome to that. Guys, if you also enjoyed the show and you haven't already hit like or like the tweet, repost, clip it up, meme on it. I look forward to it. Tons tag of me clips, in any, hopefully. Yeah. Tag me in anything. My rant guys, in hour one. I want to see that somewhere. <laughs> I like how chat was like, this is this is the spice that work to game need. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, we can't manufacture the news. We can only just cover it and break it down. Jay, we don't have to you. right now. Yeah. Jay, thank you so much for your time today, dude. You are like, honestly, a real treat. I know a lot of people meme on like, you know, like uh, the Twitter things is, is Twitter thing. But yeah. like you are just an absolute class act of a guy. Kirk, you're awesome. I love your passion. And it's going to be fun to watch how this how this process is, because, you know, I'm not trying to diminish anybody's feelings. I'm just just me, you know, and it, it is, it be it is very much you. you. Yeah, yeah very much you. me. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Guys, thank you so much again for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Hopefully we will see you in the next one. But until then, take care. Epic Radio.